Hey everybody, thank you guys for tuning back in for our most recent podcast. We appreciate you guys. If you haven't checked out all of our other ones, go ahead and check back on our other podcasts. We are on episode six, I believe, here, so we've got five others. Good math there. Uh, before we go any far, any uh, more forward, we appreciate you guys. Check out our website. You can see all of the gear that we have at www.risenfly.com. Uh, you can check out all of our social media accounts. We've got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, all of our podcasts will actually be on YouTube as well. Um, so just be kind of a still image, but all of this info. So you can pull it up on your smart device, uh, pump it into your uh, your car as you're driving down the road, or just uh, sitting back on the stream. You can listen to this while the fish aren't biting. But anyways, we appreciate you guys. Today's podcast topic is going to be on fly boxes. Yes, I can talk for a solid 10 to 15 minutes just on fly boxes, and that's what we're going to do today. Um, but I'll kind of tell you what kind of fly boxes are out there, why I should get this one over another one, and how do I organize them at the end of the day. Uh, so these things are things that I've kind of fine-tuned over the years myself and a lot of advice that I get other people out there as time goes on. So, We'll start at the beginning because that's always a great place to start. So uh, the first thing is, what is the actual purpose of your fly box? That's to hold your flies and not lose them. Um, you might have one and you might have 50 at the end of the day. Um, but let's look at some of the different attributes of fly boxes out there, why some are better than others for certain purposes, um, and why we should get them and how we organize them at the end of the day. Um, so for me, I'm actually going to answer that last question first. How do we organize them? Uh, for me, I would rather, instead of having 10 boxes with a bunch of everything in them, uh, organize them so that when I'm going and doing something specific, I only have to bring one box with me or maybe two boxes with me. Um, so uh, I like to have my boxes organized by either type of fly, like streamer, uh, nymph, dry, eggs in different boxes uh, so that when I'm going out for something specific, that's all I have to grab. Um, or ultra specific, like I've got dry fly boxes that are specific for season or hatch. So like I've got a caddis box that literally just has caddis in it. Um, emerging caddis, uh, dry fly caddis, maybe some wet flies as well if I decide to, you know, throw a dropper or, um, you know, swinging a couple while the, the top water action is just getting started. So I have something where when a caddis hatch happens, um, I just grab that one box because I know that's all I'm going to use throughout the day. So try to get organized by type of fly. Um, so for instance, we've got our slim boxes. They are the blue and red, double-sided, but uh, rated about an inch, inch and a quarter in thickness there. I use those for my eggs when I steelhead fish. I've got one with all of my yarn eggs in them, like my glow bugs and sucker spawns, and then I've got another one with my flashy eggs, uh, like crystal meth and um, Estes eggs, uh, with a few other little patterns in there here and there. Um, but I know when I'm going out and I need an egg, that's where it's going to be. I don't have to check six boxes to find where my yellow eggs are in one, and my red eggs are in another, and my sucker spawns in another one. Um, so I want to try to make sure that when I know what I'm looking for, I know what box it's in, uh, so that you've got everything organized very, very specific from there. Um, so try to organize them as best as you can. So my boxes in particular that I have, like I said, I've got nymph boxes. I've got Euro nymph boxes, stuff that have 
tungsten beads um, on barbless jig hooks that are tied specifically for urine nymphing. Um, I'm not ultra organized in those. Those are probably the one box that I need to organize more. Um, I'll most likely organize those A by pattern type and B by uh, bead size because uh, there might be a time where I just need to get down a little bit quicker and I'm going to up the bead size in that because of water flow or because of the hole that I'm fishing. Um, so I'll know a little bit more particular about what fly I'm picking out of that box because it's organized better rather than flipping open five, six boxes looking for them. Um, I also have a box for bass fishing. So I've got poppers and streamers and things like that in there. I've got saltwater boxes. I've got um, dry fly boxes. I've got, uh, you know, junk fly boxes with um, squirmy worms, mop flies, green weenies, things like that, egg patterns, because there's times that's just what works on the stream. So when you organize them by, you know, what you're fishing throughout the day, you know, it's very rare that I'm going to throw a size 16 dry fly and a frog popper on the same day on the same rod. Um, so if I'm not going to do that, why have them be in the same box and why carry that with me as well? You know, if, if you're not organized, you're bringing everything with you. You're bringing a backpack full of seven boxes and an extra reel with, you know, this and that, you know, be more specific and that'll help lighten your load throughout the day too. So organize them by, um, what you're going to do throughout the day. You know, I'm not going to have like I said before, uh, big flies and small flies on the same box because more than likely I'm not going to be fishing um, that drastic of a difference throughout the day. So the next thing is the type of box. Let's talk about the different types of boxes out there. We've got boxes made out of plastic. We've got boxes made out of metal, foam, wood. Um, there's all kinds of different options out there. Uh, for me, just like if you listen to our last podcast about picking a fly rod, for me it's um, what kind of flies am I going to put in there? Uh, so I think the hardest things for me are finding a dry fly box because a lot of boxes, they're getting slim, they're getting thin, they're lightening weight, um, that they are too thin that they're crushing hackles. So the whole intention for these dry flies is for them to look natural, float right, sit upwards. And when you get them in these thin boxes and you close the lid, they squash them and you've got to kind of fluff them up a little bit before you ever use them. So why don't you get a box that's more appropriate for that? Um, so find one with a little bit more depth to it. Uh, for me, I love our aluminum boxes. So they have little spring flip open compartments on them where I can put, you know, a specific pattern in each one of them. So, you know, if I've got like my sulfur box out, I've got size 14s, 16s, and 18s um, because that's the three different species we see here locally. In one in each compartment, I've got parachutes, I've got cat scales, I've got spinners, I've got a mergers, so I've got a whole box full of sulfurs, and in each compartment I've got, you know, half a dozen, maybe ten, depending on what fits in there, and it's not really crushing my hackles because it's got each these little compartments that fit a few of them in there, um, and it uh, just works for me. So for you, you might like something like a waterproof uh, silicone box. We've got a bunch of those uh, that actually fit those, the double-sided, I would say. Um, and same thing, you put a handful in each row that are the same pattern and the same size and you've got enough clearance there to be able to put your dry flies in. Um, something else more specific like, you know, my bass box. I'm not putting my bass box in a box that's, you know, four inches long because uh, it's going to fit three flies. So match the box according to what flies you're putting there, putting in there. Uh, there's a few smaller boxes that can work. I honestly, in nine years of business, haven't found a small pocket box for streamers and poppers and things like that. 
Um, I've looked, I've tried to work on a few things, nothing's really worked out. So the best solution for me is just carry a big box. Um, so we've got one, two, we've got like seven or eight different boxes uh, in the briefcase size. Um, some of them are, you know, eight, nine inches. Some of them are 13, 14 inches. Um, but they've got a lot of depth in them to be able to hold those bigger flies, whether you're fishing, you know, big poppers or musky flies or just want to hold a bunch of bass streamers or, or salmon and steelhead streamers. Um, have a bigger box to be able to carry all that stuff rather than a smaller box that's only going to carry a dozen flies in it because you lose four of them and, you know, now you got to go back to the car. Um, and then nymphs. Like, I think nymphs are very versatile in a lot of different boxes out there. Um, I like one that just holds a ton. So whether it's like our swing leaf box that we have or some of our silicone boxes where you can just carry, you know, very lightweight, carry a few of them. Uh, you're not going to, most nymphs, you're not going to have to worry about crushing things. Um, like, you know, tails occasionally will get in the way, especially if they're really small. But uh, your basic nymph box, you can kind of use almost anything. I just like to carry something that, that has a lot. Like our green swing leaf waterproof box holds like, 480 flies in it, something like that. So if I'm just carrying nymphs, I'd like to have that so I don't have to worry about not having anything. And then tiny flies. I think our best box for super tiny flies is our super slim magnetic one. It's got 12 compartments um, with a whole sheet of, uh, of magnet on the bottom of it. And uh, I've got guys like, you know, down in West Virginia, there's one specific stream that they use flies down to 30s, 32s. And what box is gonna hold something like that? So a little magnet box or even a, a compartment box can work out really well in holding some of those tiny flies. Um, so at the end of the day, there's a lot of different boxes out there by a lot of different companies. Uh, there's waterproof boxes that have you know, some sort of gasket or seal in them. Um, there's big boxes, there's small boxes, there's you know thick and thin boxes. They're all different shapes, colors, sizes. Uh, take a look around at a lot of them. Uh, there's a lot of similar ones out there. There's a few that are a little bit different and find what works for you. You know, you might have also how you're carrying them too. You might have just a little sling pack and you can't fit a briefcase box in it. So don't buy one of those, you know, get something that's going to fit, um, you know, fit where you're carrying. If you're in a drift boat every day, carry a big briefcase box, you know, buy a double-sided briefcase box that, um, that has clear lids so you can see exactly what you want and just throw it in the boat throughout the day. You know, you can hold a couple hundred flies in there easily and uh and it's practically bulletproof not really but uh uh that thing is built really really well and worth every penny if you ask me um and holds a lot of flies really thick plastic on it fully waterproof i love it so uh, if you can carry it carry something like that but make sure that it fits what you're fishing for the day so overall uh take a look at your fly boxes and a great time to adjust those is in the off season so here where there's a foot of snow on the ground in the middle of winter a lot of times I'm pulling all of my flies out, getting rid of the ones that maybe the material is ripped up, or maybe I happen to uh, have a, a hook or two that's rusty. Um, throw those away. Take your dry flies. One big tip, if you've got a bunch of dry flies that you've used and they're kind of, you know, fish slime on them, a little bit wet, you can steam them back to life. So get a, a teapot or just get a pot of water um, and you can, you know, hold onto them with a, a clamp or throw them over, uh, you know, over it somehow. And those flies with the steam will kind of pep back up and be back to use again. So there's a little trick there. But yeah, in the middle of the winter, take all your flies out of your boxes, reorganize them. Throw out the bad ones, keep the good ones, put the nymphs in one box, the dries in another, the eggs in another, the streamers in another, 
the more you're organized, the easier it's going to be when you show up to the stream and know what you're going to do. Um, so I love being organized. In some parts of my life, I'm ultra organized. In others, I'm not. When it comes to fly boxes, I could look in my uh, my tote of fishing gear in the back and be like, okay, I'm fishing for this, and I know specifically what fly I'm gonna or fly box I'm gonna grab for the day for that. So, just some big tips on that: um, what flies you're putting in there, how you're carrying them, um, and uh, making sure that you are more specific so that you can lighten your load by only grabbing a box or two when you're out fishing for the day. So that's it. That's our talk on fly boxes. If you have any other questions, go ahead and shoot them down below um, through any of our platforms or even shoot us a message on our social media accounts. Check out our website. We have a lot of fly boxes. Um, we add a few more and kind of throw some in here and there even when people aren't looking. We actually just added um, a larger double-sided silicone box in the last couple weeks and just kind of threw that on the website. And then probably in the last couple months, we added a few different larger briefcase boxes um, and a few other little things here and there. So hop on the website, check out all of our fly boxes. And uh, if you have any questions, reach out to us. We appreciate you guys checking us out on this podcast. If you don't know our website from earlier, it is www.risenfly.com. Check us out on our next podcast. Make sure you uh, get notified of when we put a new one out. Our plan is every single Monday right now and maybe throw in a couple lectures in here and there. Thank you again. We'll see you next time.